Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 12:35 at Edmonton. Guests and Oilers Now receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Follow the sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris Steakhouse. A great place to book a Christmas party. Roos Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. Tell Brendan, Maggie, and Taylor that Oilers now sent you. Bob Stoffer with you along with Sportsnet Spec, Mark Spector for the horses in Horse Racing Alberta. Presenting live standard bread racing uh, Fridays and Saturdays at Century Mile, post time at 7.15. By the way, yes. uh, we've not discussed this, just like I did yesterday at Brendan. Just to set the record, you, you tweeted something out after the game on Sunday night. We've, we've, we have, we've got the Zapruder film and everything's okay. And you, you mentioned yesterday that the player reached out to you and the boys were goofing off at the bench at the end of the game because there was uh, yourself and a couple other media i know i didn't i just assumed that they were goofing around right that's kind of what guys do but uh i know you spoke directly to sam gagne just to get yeah it was a stupid thing to do um when you when you tweet something it it was a weird situation but i don't want to go into it i just basically sound like i'm defending myself as a journalist i should find out about everything and know the truth before you tweet it but that's okay okay okay. yeah you know like listen you look at the film he shoves him big deal then someone holds him back Right? I yeah. think it was Archie, yeah. uh, Archibald. Grabbed Sam and kind of held him, I thought. And I just thought, well, what is going on here? Yeah. But that the, the, the onus is on me as a journalist to go to the rink and figure it out. But that's sadly we, and I'm guilty as charged. You get caught in this world where stuff happens now. There's no time anymore. The day's off the next day. There's no time to wait till Tuesday anymore. And, and there should be. Mark, can I tell you something? There's no time if, to if wait. If we did a show called All the Mistakes I Made on the Air with Bob Stoffer, oh, for sure. it'll be like that song, All the Things I Was. Who yeah. sang All the Things I Wasn't? It was a big song in like 90 <laughs> yeah, or 91. I forget, but sure. They were from Kelowna. Grapes are Wrath. Yep. Right? Like, I mean, so, anyways, no, so I'm not trying to put thing you, to do. I'm and not, uh, I made a mistake, and I don't mind talking about it because, uh, you know what? I make a living talking about other guys' mistakes sometimes. Well, and we all make them. You, you know, know, Leon Dreisaitl will miss the net in a breakaway, and we'll go, How'd you do that? 
So I missed the net in a breakaway there, pal. Yeah. Well, it happens <laughs> once. I, I played with you. You've missed the net more than once. Yes, sir. Of course, it was amazing that I would have even seen it because I was rarely in the same in zone. In the same zone, yes. yes. <laughs> Not that, would, would I be a guy that would have flown the zone a little yeah, early oh, yeah. off? Yeah. 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 I, well, I just would call that stretching the ice. Yeah, sure. It was also because I was faster than everybody else. So oh, I, yeah. You know. So that's a long time ago, Yes, because now, now at my current weight, that probably <laughs> isn't happening anymore, right? They could tie me on a sundial? Yes. Okay. Mark, uh, all right. So a little bit of levity there to uh, begin with. Let's let's do this. We are going to talk about the orders. We're going to talk about, you know, they're in a pretty good spot here. Two months into the season, we know yes. that has it. So let's start. We'll we'll start there, and then we're going to get into a little bit of discussion about some of the stuff that's happening in the hockey world right now. But let's start with the Edmonton orders. So Mark here, second we, in the West. Second in the West. That was a big win in Vancouver. Without Nugent Hopkins, without Cassian. Yep, without uh, Russell. Without Russell. They didn't have Benning at the end of the game. They gutted their way through that hockey game. Their power, special teams and goaltending, right? You have those two things you can win. Yep. That's, so at the start of the year, you you said your biggest question mark, and it was a fair question mark to have. Miko, you know, goaltending between Koskinen and Smith. My thing all along with Koskinen, I thought was workload last year, right? Like mm-hmm. they, he knew they couldn't trust Anthony Stollers to stay healthy because he was always hurt. So he started 26 to the 29. Are you ready at this stage to say? I mean, you'd admit Miko's probably been a little bit more consistent, better than you thought. Is that oh, fair? Oh, no question. Better than everybody thought. Yeah. You know, better. Than, we wouldn't have complained so much about that contract in this town, all of the fans and media and everybody, had we thought that there was a $4.5 million goalie there. Well, all of a sudden, that's what you have is a $4.5 million goalie, and I don't hear anyone talk about that contract much this you year. You know what I'm hearing now from people texting us on our uh, Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063? Yes. The orders need to run Koskin a bit here. And well. now, now injury might play a factor in that. I think... Do you think it's just possible that the, 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 the personalities have worked a bit here? Like, you know, Neil took some heat in Calgary when he left town. Smith, you know, he'd been there for a couple of years. Smith's a terrific athlete. But I sense, and you and me are not in the room, but I sense, and Dave Tippett has alluded to it, hmm. that Mike Smith and James Neal have given the Oilers, uh, I think D- Dave used the word juice, like a little yep. bit different attitude around some would call it swagger i'm not big on the the, the swagger word you know what i mean okay. like but but there is a those guys are mature veteran players you know what i mean and i think smith has helped complement and make costgan and better agree or disagree oh yeah no question uh both guys you know i don't know why you'd change anything like I'm a I'm a kind of observer that just looks at the job Tippett's done. He's got his goaltenders playing better than we've had goaltenders play in this town forever. Koskinen's playing better than he's ever played in his career. Uh, Mike Smith is as good as he's been, and now he's getting older here. Like as what's he 37? He's 37. Right, and he's playing like he's 27. So to me, to ch- why would you change anything? Like I'm not changing it. Whatever Tip's doing, keep doing it. Like okay. don't change a good thing. Uh, but the thing you're talking about with Smith, I've really sensed, you know, Koskinen is a quiet, quiet cat. Like, he's he's a, he's, he stops his pucks and he keeps himself in shape. And, you know, he doesn't say much, certainly to us. And I just talked to a couple guys in the room. I don't think he says a lot in there either. Uh, Mike Smith is the opposite. He's a he's got alpha dog, man. He's a he's an emotional leader. Uh, he doesn't take any you-know-what from anybody out there. If there's ever, we'll probably never see another five-on-five, Bob. But if there was, he'd be in the middle of it, and you'd want him there. 
How about two years ago, Lucic, right in front of the Calgary goal, right? Lucic cross-checks your down on the ice, and Smith comes in and pops Lucic, and then Lucic turns around and pops him. I like that. Right? Yeah, so no, he's brought a level of of confidence, and uh, I guess, you know, I don't know if you like the word swagger, but I think it's probably the best word. Uh, He's an alpha male, man, and and this team hasn't had enough of them. Two conditions on the trade for Lucic and uh, James Neal. One condition is uh, they get a third-round pick. Two things have to happen. Yeah. Okay. First thing is there has to be 21 or more goals. Well, James has got 14 goals in 29 games, and he's on the Oilers' power play, which is number one in the NHL, yep. 32.5%. Got to score 21. He's got 10, so he needs seven more goals. And then the other thing is he's got to uh, beat Lucic by 10 goals. Well, yeah. unless the invasion of the body snatchers takes place right now. Probably not happening. That Lucic is going to reel him in. So yep. the Oilers are now down a third-round pick as a result. That's fine. Again, has he changed the complexion of the forwards? Just because, like, Mark, you watch him in game and he's chirping a bit, right, and taking some stuff. And there was a play in Vancouver. I forget which defenseman. And he could have been called for it. It was a hard play into the end boards, and then he skated yeah. by the Vancouver bench. It was Tanev. And yeah. He, and, he, and he checked to see if Tanev was okay in the did. play. And they're all that giving it That should have been a penalty. And they're all giving it to him. And Vertanen... I think it was Vertanen squirted the water at him and stuff, and he's chirping yeah. back and forth. Yeah. And but there's, he just there's there's a little bit different dimension with those two guys being here. Yeah, there is, there is for sure. They both played. Uh, you know, Smith's the guy we just described, and Neil's played on winning teams, and he knows how to win. He's been on winners. He's scored lots of goals. He's very confident in what he does. You know, he's he's, uh, you know, <laughs> they call that penalty. Uh, in the third period, maybe we're talking about him a different way because yeah. <laughs> that could that would remind me very much of the play. Who took Clefbaum in the other uh, game? Ryan Reeves. Ryan Reeves. That could have well been the same. They didn't get a call there, and we all complained on behalf of Clefbaum. Yes. Uh, I think that the Canucks probably didn't get a break there, but whatever. Neil's, Neil is, in his own way, that guy. He's been around the league. He doesn't take any you-know-what from anybody. And I just think the Oilers, you know, I think when you're on a team that doesn't win for a long time, uh, Bob, that there's an organizational, I'm not saying an acceptance, but uh, it's hard to have swagger. It's hard to, to, you know, it's hard to chirp back sometimes. When, when everyone points at the score clock and you're always losing up there, it's hard to have, you know, uh, uh, that level of swagger or whatever the word we're trying to use. And I think Neil brings it. I know Smith brings it. And it's something this team needs. How do coaches get judged? What are what are some of the statistical parameters that coaches get judged by? Oh, I would say in today's league, goals against, penalty kill. Um, you know that speaks to your systems play. Special teams. Special teams. They're number sure. one. On, they're number one on the power play, and they're number two on the yeah. penalty kill. It's pretty good. Like people, like I've got people texting the show on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. They're not good enough five on five. That's why they got to go get a couple more players. And I would go, I can't. I can't disagree with you that much. Like, they need to improve five-on-five yep. play, even though they've started to get some five-on-five scoring further down the lineup. But what cannot be denied is special teams are still part of the game. Like, you can sit there and look at your Corsi or your Fenwick at 5v5 all day, and the Oilers aren't great in those numbers. But when you're kicking at 32.5% on the power play and killing at 87% on the PK, yep. and you're at a combined 120 in special teams, you win hockey games that way. So I guess the question becomes, can you sustain those special teams? No, and that's why you need to upgrade your skill. Your, yeah. your, 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 that know. would be the question. Can right. you sustain those special teams? But I think they could probably finish the year at 25% on the uh, 
on the on the power play. They're 32 right now, mm-hmm. and I think they could probably finish the season at 85 percent. You got the PK. two pretty good players. Three and and I three noticed, when Nuge is there. Yeah, I, and you do notice that power play when Nuge is off it. They've they move the puck quicker, more quickly in um, Vancouver. Puck wasn't on anyone's stick for very long. I thought the last game at Edmonton it was. Yeah. You know, and that's what Gullitson says when you talk to him. He says, the minute guys start to hold on to the puck, this power play is not the – that's not what we want here. Third goal was brilliant. Move it, move it, move it, move it. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know what, when – he reminded me uh, a lot of the Vancouver side of the media, and you saw tweets and comments about Drysdale having done very little at even strength in that game. And, you know, he didn't do much. And then, boom, boom, two goals in the power play and we lose. And we thought we played pretty well, but they beat us on the power play. And it reminded me of the old Kevin Lowe quote on Brett Hall. Remember that quote? So that Brett Hall, I think he was still coaching the artist, says he does, and he swore, he says he does nothing the whole game, and then he makes one play, pucks in your net, and they win the game. And you go, what the hell? <laughs> we, we handled this guy all night long. And Brett Hall is completely invisible, and he scores the goal that beats you in the end. And you know what? That two points, they count too. You don't always have to play great all day long, as long as you play great at the right time. Mark Spector is joining us, Stoffer Inspector for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta, reminding you live standard bread racing, Century Mile, Friday and Saturday night at 7.15. We'll take a timeout. This is Oilers Now. Hi, this is Zach Cassian from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. hot there did you brandon because uh boy we were having quite the conversation actually what were we talking about i can't even remember anyhow <laughs> this is what there's no brandon how's it going back in the studio good oh now that i know you're with me yeah things are great <laughs> yes all right uh here we go let's tell you this uh, temperatures are dropping just about the time to start thinking about getting tropical forget about white snow what about white sand how about uh Puerto Vallarta jet away with 630 chance Jalen and I in January on an all-inclusive winter tour that includes seven nights at the five-star beachfront Maryville Armory Resort plus parking at the Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport on sale now for $21.95 book your spot today by calling New West Travel or visiting newwesttravel.com Bob Stoffer, Mark Spector with you Stoffer Inspector for the horses and horse racing Alberta. So, Mark, we had this discussion just before you came on around 12:20 today on Oilers. Now we we're talking about potential targets via trade. Obviously, the Taylor Hall stuff is totally picked up. Pierre LeBrun putting that out, uh, doing yep. some work there for Ray Shiro. Uh, and did you, by the way, did you see any of the Devils game last night against Buffalo? I did not see any of it. No, five and one. Yeah, yeah, it was five nothing after one for Buffalo. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a problem. P.K. Subban in 26 games has two goals and five points. I think he's minus seven. Okay. 
Uh, that's not going to last there much longer in its current state, is it? Well, not for John Hines. I mean, I got, I got to think something's got to happen here over right. the next week to ten days with him. They've got the second worst record. The only team that's got a worse record than uh, New Jersey is Detroit. Like Detroit's really taken on some significant water. So, anyways, Taylor yes. Hall's name is out there. He is a UFA. Chris Kreider is a UFA. Yep. I, I bring up Andreas Athanasiu, who, like Taylor Hall, is represented by Darren Ferris. Only because he's a restricted free agent. You wonder, does Detroit... I mean, the guy scored 30 goals last year. I don't see Detroit parting with it. They don't have enough good players to let him go. Okay. He's an RFA. So let's let's take him off the list. Yeah. Let's go Hull, Kreider, and Pajot. They're all pending UFAs. Yeah. If you were Ken Holland, Kreider's in the fives, Hull's at six, Pajot 3.25, something like that having a career season he's having a great year i'm less worried about what they're making this year and obviously more about what you got to pay him yeah July. and i'm i don't know if you could resign pajo i gotta tell you that right now like if i'm on first of all if i'm ottawa how do you not get that guy signed yeah i i, I think i'd say the same thing about as i did about detroit ottawa doesn't have enough good players he's a local guy yeah right a french canadian guy which you know act matters when yes. you're Ottawa, because you've got a large number of, of uh, Francophone fans, so you'd yep. like to have a good French-Canadian player, and that's exactly what he is. So I don't, you know, I, if you're giving me that list, Bob, the guy I want the most at Edmonton, if I'm Ken Hall, is Pajot, because I need that third-line center more, even more than I need, you know. What Hall or Kreider might bring. Right. The next, if I get my third-line center, and I'd, I'd love to find a winger, too, I don't think you're getting two out of that group of three because uh, they just make too much money. But I don't know why Ottawa wouldn't tie him up. The only question becomes if he says, no, I'm not signing there. I'm going somewhere else. Well, I mean, if, if it's a rental situation, yeah. Oh, so you're, you're saying with Ottawa, if he says, I'm not yeah. signing here. No one, like we always talk about, hey, why doesn't Ottawa get a bunch of stuff, let him go, and then re-sign him in July 1st? That never happens, Bob. The guy that blew it was uh, Zingle. Right. Because Ottawa did offer him a good contract, and then he didn't take it, and then he didn't get near the money afterwards. And he Ottawa didn't really perform. And, and get a, he got sat in the playoffs, and yeah. that you know, and he was in a good spot in Ottawa where he was being a productive player. Well, so it's, I think it's going to be interesting. Like obviously, like I said on the show yesterday, Mark, twenty percent chance on Taylor Hall because I think Edmonton's probably one of the five teams that makes sense for Hall and also okay and and that Hall makes sense for like I could see it making sense for the Oilers they need a di- they, I mean if Edmonton can get a really good top 6 forward as a rental here to push the pace yep. on their second line that would I think we'd agree that type of player would help them he would also integrate fairly quickly since he's played here before you know oh, he, sure. right like it it makes sense good so, players integrate quickly right right and i got so i'm going 20 percent just because i think there's four i mean colorado would love to i would think. i don't think that hall gets past denver you know i think he gets off the plane in denver and he misses the connector to edmonton <laughs> he stays in you, denver to me is the perfect landing doesn't spot it show him. you how remarkable things change in this league like people, like think about where Denver, think of where yeah. Colorado was in sixteen seventeen. Yep, they were terrible. Yeah, they had the worst. Detroit right now has a chance to surpass them as the worst team in the last fifteen years in the league. Like as bad as things have gone in Edmonton, and they have gone bad. Like fans have been patient, all that teams missed the playoffs. Yep, twelve and a lot. The Oilers never had a team as bad as Colorado's team right. that year. And mm-hmm. Colorado's turned around. They've emphasized skill and speed throughout their lineup. They made some good drafts. You know, I mean, a they're, bunch they're, of good, young, quick. 
skilled defenseman in Bowen Byram still coming. Yeah. I mean, oh, my God. They're, they're rich in We're, talent there. Yes. They're so they would talent. be a team positioned to move some assets. And the to, payroll's in a pretty good spot right the now. The only thing is their owner, uh, because they own lots of different teams in lots of different leagues, they have a self-imposed team cap. Okay. They have not had a history of spending. No, they haven't. But I think they spent back in the 90s when they were winning the cup. They spent. They spent then. They did. So maybe it only applies to teams that don't have a chance to win the cup. That team's got a chance to win the cup. And if they add a Taylor Hall of that club, look out, man. Mark, let's put it this way. If Colorado gets Hall as a rental. Yeah. If Edmonton played them in the playoffs, I don't see how they could beat them. Because, I, because I don't know if they beat them today. So if they add Hall, oh no, no, they're like they're like they're when they're, good, when, good when they're healthy, they're 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 a faster, more explosive team than yeah, the Oilers. They're okay? a good team. If Edmonton got Hall, I think uh, that could then be it evens then, it up a then it evens it up quite a bit. Now you're having a different conversation. That's fair, right? That so that's fair. Now the last game in Colorado, the Oilers didn't have Nugent Hopkins. Hmm. However, the Avs did not have either Rantanen or Landeskog and took Edmonton to the woodshed in that game. They did. They got pounded here 6-2 pretty good. Yeah. The Oilers called and off the dogs. And they pounded Edmonton there, so it was right. two games of equal dominance, I would say. So you would say you would take Pajot. All right, what what about between Kreider and Hall? Who would you rather have? Well, I'd rather have Taylor Hall because I just watched him play more and everyone loves the way he plays. And he's got the speed to, to you know, he pushes – he just makes you so much faster, and, and he's a dynamic player. And Are you kidding me? What do you say to the people that say, well, you can't bring guys back? Oh, you can bring them back. If, you, if a player has to want to come back, you can't. You know, if I don't know what his no-trade situation is here. He doesn't have I don't one. think he has one. Yeah. So I would say to you this, Bob. If I, if I was Ken Holland, before I signed off on the deal that I negotiated with Ray Shiro, if I was happy with the deal and all that, I have to talk to Taylor Hall. And I have to hear from his mouth, not his agent. I got to hear from the player. You okay coming back here? Are you? Is this something you want? Because I don't want him coming back here if he's just gritting his teeth and yeah. doing it because he has to. I, I believe that he would be open to the very open to the idea. That's okay. That's, that's I don't want to say too much other than that, but uh, that's kind of how I see the scenario right now. Okay. Mark Spector here, Bob Stoffer with you. We're in Ice District. Four-game homestand coming up. Yeah, let's go. It's going to be a good, a good uh, stretch of games at home here every second night, which you like. Ottawa, come, they're in Vancouver the night before. That's tonight. Yep. L.A., there's a team that's not a very good road team right now. Should be able to beat L.A. Uh, Buffalo in Vancouver the day before. Buffalo started to pick it up again here. Yep. Starting to play better. They have some confidence after last right. night's win. And then Carolina, who's uh, they're a good team. They're a fast team. Yep. Edmonton's had some challenges with Carolina yeah. over the last couple of years. But that said, you got four games at home. you got to take advantage of it. Well, I, I really liked the third period Edmonton played in Vancouver. You know, everyone's missing some guys, and it's late. You know, you're down to five defensemen, and it's back-to-back games. We're in the sixth period here. And they get the early goal, and then they 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 didn't just sit on the lead. They played most of that period in Vancouver's end. Like, Miko Koskinen, I don't know what the shots were in that period, but I don't think he had to make a, a grade-A save in the third yeah. period. The Oilers played... I don't remember an Oilers team that was in the last 10 years that was real good at sitting on a 3-2 lead and making it last, and they did. Like, Vancouver barely got a sniff. They pulled their goalie. They had the puck, but they still never had a bunch of grade-A chances. That period really impressed me. That was an element of Oilers hockey that we haven't seen for a long time. 
Mark Spector with us. We're going to go to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about some changing uh, ways in hockey. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.